0: Welcome back to the Stories from Southwest Virginia podcast. Southwest Virginia is a location as unique as its people, and we pride ourselves on rich cultural heritage, food, music, and the arts. Stories from Southwest Virginia tells the stories of this amazing region that we live in. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode. Well, Isaac, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. And, uh, you know, it's been nice to kind of get to know you real briefly there. And I'm sure we'll get to know you even better here on the episode. But for, for starters, to kind of introduce yourself to everybody listening today, if you wouldn't mind just tell everybody who you are and, and what it is that you do and your involvement with Round the Mountain.
1: Okay. My name is uh, Isaac Hilton. Uh, I'm an artisan with uh, Round the Mountain. Uh, I deal mainly in metal work, any kind of welding, anything like that. I do some woodwork, uh, and I hope to be juried for that maybe in the fall.
0: That'd be great. Yeah, I was uh, looking on your artisan profile there, and it looks like you've been welding since you was ten years old. Uh, it sounds like that's something that you've really enjoyed and carried on throughout life.
1: Oh yeah, I got uh, to be honest with you, I got started in it uh, with my dad. My dad was a welder, and uh, he used to, on Saturdays in that time. Uh, he used to take me to work with him because um, he did a lot of shop welding. Hmm. And uh, when I, at the age of ten, they Hillman, the guy that uh, he worked with, actually put me in front of a welder and uh, cut me up some metal and let me start on it. And I was so small then they had to actually uh, use a bungee cord huh. to tighten the welding to tighten the welding hood up on my head enough so it wouldn't burn my eyes.
0: Wow. Well, that's, that's pretty neat. That's, that's cool that you got started at such a young age. Uh, it kind of reminds me when I was young, my dad was trying to teach me to drive and I was probably about 10, 12 years old and I wasn't even tall enough to see over the, you know, over the, the dash. So we had to set me up on a couple of pillows just to be able to reach the pedal and see out of the car. So I, you know, I think it's, it's great to have those experiences uh, with, with our parents and be able to, to learn new traits like that. And I guess, do you do welding as, as an artist and professionally?
1: Uh, I do. Uh, I'm in the oil and gas field right now, and uh, but welding has been a part of my life since I started to work. I've always been like a welding inspector or an actual welder myself.
0: Well, that's awesome. So, so how did you get started into making artwork out of your your metal pieces?
1: Uh, basically, I just I I, I started out by seeing a few things on the internet, and mm-hmm. I wanted to see if if I could make them or get close to it. And I, what I tried to make, I actually did pretty well at so from there on i just kind of started doing my own thing that's just just different creations from myself
0: yeah and uh look on your profile there I, it looks like i see some examples it looks like a lot of the stuff you're creating here is made out of horseshoes and it looks like some pieces of rebar in there and uh it looks like you've molded some of them into looking like cowboys that, that, and like little, little lassos that's pretty neat oh
1: yeah i've, all, I've always been a fan of the west mm-hmm. and uh I just horseshoe work just kind of fits right in you
0: know yeah, it's great. Uh, well, as far as uh, those pieces, what what's some other types of pieces you've created? Is yours kind of like a, a mixture of like home decor pieces as well, as stuff you could maybe hang out at your shop or on on the outside of the house?
1: It, it is. I do a, I do a lot of uh, signs and things with uh, railroad spikes, uh, just different kinds of metal like that. Any kind of plate work, some weather vanes, uh, and it's some extra pipe, steel pipe, just just about anything.
0: That's pretty neat. So I guess it's it just goes as far as your imagination will take you on those. And with your woodworking, do you create similar things with woodworking? Or is is it kind of like a whole different field of uh, uh, art pieces that way? Uh,
1: it's it's kind of like a whole different field. I, I'd use my imagination. I, you know, I like to do, I think they're referred to as wood spirits, mm-hmm. carving faces into trees. And uh, I do a lot of things like carving pumpkins out of stump, chairs, uh, uh animals bears owls just i try a little bit of everything
0: well that's that's pretty neat i I really like that uh I personally have never worked with metal. I have a little bit of experience with wood, not not a ton, but uh, yeah. just to, to watch what somebody does with metalworking is great. I know I have a couple of friends that also are professional welders, and I see them oftentimes sharing posts, especially on social media, showing the difference between a good weld and a bad weld. And, and it, it's clear that yours fits the mold of the good welds, and, and from doing it for so long, you know, you, you'd expect to have that kind of a talent at, at this day and age. So I guess if somebody else was uh, wanting to get involved with type of welding, what kind of advice would you give to somebody that wanted to experience welding for the first time?
1: Don't, don't be afraid to try it. Uh, there's, a lot, there's a lot of different outlets you can reach out to. If you, if you don't want to visit the community college uh, to maybe start taking class and you just want to see if you are interested in it, I would recommend pulling it up on YouTube. You know, on this mm-hmm. day and time, you can, you can watch a video of, of just about anything. get a start and get a feel for it and when you start it you will know if you will like it or if you won't it's 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 just something that you either like or you don't
0: yeah it's always good to find those tasks and and i find i like to always ask different artisans from various mediums kind of you know what their advice is as far as getting started and everything and i could see welding being one of those pieces where you'll find out real quick if it's something that you're really going to enjoy or not so yeah thanks for sharing that insight And, and you're right it's it's amazing what all we can find out on the internet nowadays everything's pretty much just a click away Uh, so yeah as far as your work uh, where are some places that uh, listeners could go and and find pieces of your work to see
1: I have a lot of things uh, right there at the cultural center Um, it's where I sell the biggest part of everything I also sell things down here in uh, up on Poplar Gap at the uh, Southern Outdoor Adventure and their gift shop and then Mm -hmm. a smaller shop in Grundy the Tim and Ivy Boutique and I also have a Facebook page called Mountain Treasures, where I post a lot of things and take orders on there.
0: Oh, that's excellent. So you're over next to the, is it is it Vansant where you're located at?
1: Yes, I, I actually live in Vansant, I sure do.
0: Okay, so yeah, I've actually got some soon-to-be in-laws that live over in that neck of the woods. They live just outside of Richlands right before you get into the turnoff to go over towards Grundy. So I'm a little bit familiar with your area. We go and visit over there about three or four times a year or more if we can. It's a very beautiful country over that way, so I'm sure uh, aside from your your westerns, you probably also draw some inspiration from just the landscape around you.
1: Oh, I do, and from, from the age I started welding, I, I was also in the woods. I'm an, I'm an avid hunter, and I really enjoy the outdoors. Um, it's, after you spend enough time out, it's amazing the stuff that you see in the woods. You, you catch yourself looking at what you can create out of something that you see.
0: Yeah, that's true. So do you have any pieces you've created in either metal or wood or both that have been inspired from nature?
1: Uh, the, I, I carve a lot of owls. Uh, I, I actually have those up at the uh, uh, Southern Gap Outdoor Adventure.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: that's, that's about it, just the animals and okay. things that I do.
0: Well, that's pretty neat. So I, I would assume I was going to try to pull up some pictures and try to take a look at those because that sounds uh, real fascinating. Because there's a few different things I, I've noticed people do with owls. Not only so it's just decorations, to, uh, but a lot of times they can be hey, you know, somewhat like of like, like a like a pest deterrent they too. Give I, you I believe some ideas of what. They're oh yeah, looking for yeah they sure can. And kind of I I do like to do a lot of walking
1: sticks. I I do. I actually just did a piece the other day Definitely you real in Birmingham, Alabama. The, right hikers and stuff the, the guy I know, uh, got in, in touch with me wanted, and told me what he wanted, and he wanted
0: me to use my imagination, that
1: that as he put as it, as as I did, I did, did and I did, and uh, he really enjoyed it.
0: That oh, that's great. So it sounds like you're actually uh, selling pieces out all across the the states then, aren't you?
1: Oh, yes, sir. I sure am.
0: Was there anything else that you might want to mention that I might have missed? Just anything about your work or anything?
1: There, Well, not so much about my work, but one thing that did get me interested uh I, I, at a at an at an early age as well mm-hmm. time i was about 16 a friend of mine uh my grandparents actually were their neighbors and i used to cut their grass and i don't know if you were familiar with him or not but he used to sell a lot of artwork there and at the uh, uh at the center that southwest virginia community college has at the mouth of cancer ridge okay on the right he used to sell a lot of things there his name was ed ball
0: ed ball that sounds a little bit familiar
1: yeah, he's. Uh, you might have seen some of his work. He used to paint the rocks. They looked like beagles and different dogs, and he'd done a lot of Indian work.
0: Oh, yeah. I've seen some of his work before.
1: Yeah. Uh, I actually was cutting his grass, and he was making an Indian. He was carving an Indian out of a log. He used to spend a lot of time on the road selling it, and uh, I'd watch him from time to time. I'd just kind of leave trying to learn and uh, see what he had to teach me, and uh, he, he paused one day, and uh, he never turned around. He never looked my direction. The only thing he said was, you'll learn a whole lot more if you'll come in here and help me instead of standing there watching me. <laughs> <laughs> and Kindly from, from then on, you know, I'd, I'd go over from time to time, and he would show me different things. And, you know, he, he passed away a few years ago. He He died of cancer, but hmm. he was a very talented person, and I did learn a lot from watching him, you know.
0: That's, a, that's actually a really great story. I'm, I'm glad you shared that because you know it's always nice to have somebody like that you can, you can get inspiration from, look up to and even uh, what, what am I trying to say shadow over you know somebody that's willing to take the time and, and teach you about their craft and, and their abilities and, and share that with you because you know now that you have that, that story, maybe someday you can actually do the same with your craft and, and share that with somebody else and, and pass it on down to another.
1: Oh yeah, my, my daughter, she's very interested in it. My daughter, she just turned 11, and uh, we did a project this past year for Christmas. We uh, carved out a Santa Claus together and painted it, mm-hmm. and uh, she's actually entered some of her artwork, her drawing and things like that at the uh, uh, Southern Gap Outdoor Adventure. They have an art contest once a year, and she won first place last year, so she's, she's really into it too.
0: Well, that's awesome. Congratulations to her. It sounds like, too, it's it's neat because it sounds like she's about the same age you were when you first got started into welding. And, you know, now she's getting started in some of these things. So, you know, who knows? Maybe one day she's going to grow up and do the same as you and make some beautiful art pieces and make some people happy and and fill their homes with some beautiful inspiration and creativity.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm I'm sure she'll do better. I, I sure am.
0: Well, that's a, that's great. Thank you for you know passing down the craft. That's that's something that uh, I think is real important, and, and I think that's something that Southwest Virginia is especially good at. Is uh, you know our, our stories, whether you know our music, our art, and all this, just being able to pass it down through the generations, and just to watch it continue is just an amazing thing. Because you know we wouldn't have those things today if if that didn't happen from our ancestors. So it's it's wonderful to see that tradition continuing uh-huh. on. So.
1: It is, and I'll tell you, a lot of people don't realize the not so much you would consider monetary wealth, but just the wealth of knowledge that is in this area that can be passed down if you just take the the time to talk to somebody and just listen, you know?
0: Yeah, you're not wrong. I I know yesterday was a beautiful Sunday afternoon, and I was just kind of taking it easy, and I was was spending some time with my fiancé and our new puppy trying to train her a little bit, and uh, we spent the whole day, and, you know, it's having a puppy is pretty stressful. I mean, you know, a child, anything like that, it's, it's a lot of work, but when you start seeing, you know, them learning and growing and and doing these things, it really feels very rewarding and and it makes all that hard work and effort really worth it. And I, and I looked at her yesterday and I was like, you know, if every day of my life could be just like today, I would have the most perfect life ever, you know, had nothing to do with money or, or objects. It was just the people I was spending the time with. And, and that's all we can really ask for really
1: oh yeah it, it it is and and you know you you create that yourself i mean you yeah. you you are the one who lets yourself have a good day or you you let yourself have a bad day you know and i try every day to have the best day because you don't know when it'll be your last day you know
0: yeah that's the truth we're we're definitely never promised tomorrow so it's always good to you know, live every day as if it is your last you know, That's that's a kind of a motto that I've tried to go by is, you know, happiness comes from within. And like you said, you know, you, you basically get to choose that. And Occasionally there might be some external factors that pop up and make things tough and kind of test you. But it's all about that perspective, turning around. And, you know, sometimes you can take some of those hard feelings out and making a new art piece. And I know from yep. my experience, some of the best art I've ever created is when I was having a bad day. So you can take that oh, and yeah. turn it into a good one.
1: Yep, you can take, you can take, you can be out for one hour, and and when you stop, you realize probably four hours have passed by.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, Didn't
1: realize it, you
0: know. And that, that's when you can tell you're doing something you love to do when the when time just flies by. As you know, yesterday getting up at six a.m. before I knew it, it was four o'clock in the afternoon, and had no clue where the day went because it was such a great day. So. Yeah, and I encourage anybody listening today. You know, think about that. If you're having a bad day, even today, listen to this episode. Maybe it'll turn your spirits around and, and start having a, a good one for the rest of the day. Yep. Well, Isaac, you got any other stories you'd like to share with us today?
1: Uh no, that's that's it. Uh, that's all I have.
0: Well, I won't keep you too long. I'm sure you you're probably a busy man, so I. I won't keep you on here all day, but I, I really do appreciate you telling me those stories. They they definitely gave me a, a kick of inspiration I needed. So I think our timing today was 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 meant to work out the way it did, and, and I appreciate every second of it.
1: I uh, thank you. I appreciate you calling me.
0: Hey, well, thank you, Isaac, and we'll talk soon. And hopefully, I'll get to meet you one day, either over in your neck of the woods or maybe down in Abingdon. So.